This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharif Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. We're living in an increasingly fast-changing technological environment, and it has impacted on every part of our lifestyle. One of the changes that I have noticed is that increasingly, Google searches result in YouTubes and TED Talks rather than physical articles. This begs the question, has video overtaken the written word? To discuss this topic further, I'm joined by Megan Tayak, the PR manager at Firewater, a digital marketing and PR company. Megan, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to this discussion. Megan, um, so Nicola Mendelssohn, who mm. is the executive of Facebook, has said that soon the written word will become all but obsolete and be replaced by moving images and speech. True mm. and true. True and true. Yes and no, I am a words person. So we are going to have a bit of an argument and this it was quite funny. When I was doing my research for today's topic, I came across a headline and I thought it was so great. Video killed the radio <sighs> star, but did it kill the print star as well? Um, and I think the answer is no. I think that there's always going to be a place for the written word. I think that the written word is going to change. But I do think that there's still, I mean, even if you look at videos today, there's writing in those videos. Um you still have it. It's not everyone is going to click on a video and listen to the sound. A lot of the time they're watching the movement and reading what's being said. So you're saying just print is video is definitely kind of on the rise, but you're saying the print will be incorporated into video. Um, uh, it is already, but I don't think, I mean, if you were to take it on a video versus an article, I think that, I mean, there's, there's 300 hours of video uploaded to YouTube every minute. That's incredible. That's amazing. But I don't think that it will replace the article completely. I think that there's, when you're consuming content, there's two different ways that you're going to consume Mm. it. I'm going to be in one frame of mind to watch a video and a different frame of mind to watch, to, to read an article. So before we look at the kind of advantages of a video, Mm. I do want to kind of explore that because I know I like to print things out and Mm -hmm. take the written word, as it were, the article with me. So when I have five minutes, you know, waiting for whatever I'm waiting for, I can read. I can. I don't have to have a consecutive moment of time to read. I can pick up and put down and pick up and put down and do it at my own convenience at any kind of place. Mm. Um, for a, a video, for me, would be completely different. You have to be focused for that amount of time because otherwise it's an irritant. You've got to remember where you were. You've got to... Um, Am I wrong? Am I? Yes, and am no, I, old I, I think it depends on what you're using that video for. So, I mean, I've been sitting down in the office for for a couple of minutes, half an hour, or whatever it was, waiting for you. And while I was doing that, I was sort of interacting with my emails, interacting with what I needed to. But every now and then, I would scroll through Facebook and see a video and click on it, and it was something funny, so I'd watch it. If I'm going to be buying a product and I'm looking at maybe a video on that product review, I'm in a very different mind frame. So then I'm possibly going to sit down, I'm watching TV and now I'm going to take out YouTube and go find that. It's a very different, you know, I'm not going to go look at that while I'm waiting for something to happen. Um, But it's the same thing with an article. If I am, you know, in between meetings and I've got five minutes to kill, I'm not going to open up News 24 and find the longest article I can and start reading it. I'm sort of going to scroll through Facebook and look at a couple of what we would call micro posts that are short and sweet and quick and to the point. If I'm looking for something in particular and now I'm in a different mind frame, I can sit back on my couch or at my desk, lean back a little bit, and now I'm ready to consume content in a very different way. 
So do you think it's, um, in a way, like younger people would prefer videos? And do you think there's something inherent in videos that people like more than reading? Well, there was an interesting stat on YouTube that 8 out of 10 people between the ages of 18 and 49 years old watch YouTube on a weekly basis. Um, that stat gets skewed the older you get and... Obviously, the younger you get, it's, it's yeah, more, more than that. Um, but it is, it's, it's definitely a younger thing. We don't, I mean, it's look at the newspapers, look at the way that we're going. We don't consume content the same way at all. Video is, there is without a doubt, video is, prefer- is preferable. It's huge. And when you talk about marketing as well, when you're promoting your brand, um, video is massive. It's you can't get the same message across with a written word as much as I would like to think that you can. Sometimes you just can't. This video has that emotion. It's it's connecting you. You looking at it and listening to it and you know watching the movement. Our brain processes it differently. And of course, with video, um, you can bring emotion in in so many different ways. There's music. There's imagery. There's um, so many different things that you can bring into a video that you can't bring into the visual world. To what extent is that being developed now as a kind of a new part of the industrial revolution? I think that's, yeah, it's an interesting question. I think more and more, I mean, if you, if you look at the way that, and I'm going to use a sunset because it's what's on my mind now. I don't know why, but <laughs> I can describe a sunset to you and tell you how magical it was or I can show it to you. And I think that more and more our generation is looking at that. They do want something. Um, if you look at the way that brands are marketing themselves, there's this guy, I, I absolutely love it. It was called Blendit. And instead of just telling you how amazing his product was, he was blending iPhones. And, you know, I'm sure you've seen it. And, you know, that content, that marketing that he did with those videos, and it was just simple YouTube videos, made his brand from being this unknown thing to a household product. It's, yeah. it's what we're doing now. It's incredible because I, I went to a talk on, on um, developing websites, mm-hmm. and that also struck me is that the websites now have videos. Yes. And what struck me even more is that the videos are not even necessarily linked to the topic of the website. But they are inspirational. I think that it depends on your marketing strategy and what exactly you're doing. I think that at some point, I mean, I can't have Firewater as a brand on a website and then have like a, a, a cat video on there that's not linked at all. I mean, it has to be relevant in order for somebody to buy into it. So I think if I remember the, um, the video specifically, it was inspirational in that you can be the best you you okay, can be. Okay, there we are. And it was, um, it was beautifully done. And even more fascinating is that the person who's giving the course did it himself. Okay. Using very kind of cheapish technology, you know, and he taught mechanisms on how to do this. I mean, it's fascinating that you and I can sit down and create our own inspirational video. But, um, the point of this is that it was, um, a chess game and words of wisdom. Okay. And that, alone got kind of so many hits that then directed the traffic onto his website. And it's absolutely fascinating that something so, in a way, unrelated, just inspirational, can help create your own brand. Brand, Absolutely. Absolutely. I think if you look more and more, it's about those inspirational stories. It's like the discovery in Casta Semenya. It's nowhere really are they saying buy into our product or use us, but... That was a huge success. So maybe we should explore that a little bit more as a technique after the break. This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherise Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. I 
am talking to Megan Tayak, and she's the PR manager at Firewater, a digital marketing and PR company. And Megan, just before the break, you were saying that um, the Casta Semenya uh, discovery, kind of if I can call it a campaign, which is horribly cynical, but nonetheless, um, went viral. It did. It was so. It was them welcoming her to the brand, and she was going to become one of the brand advocates. And what I was really trying to say is, if they had written an article saying, you know, Casta Semenya's going to be Discovery's brand advocate, we would have gone like, yeah, okay, that's, that's great. But what they did was they created this incredible, powerful video for us. Um, and they had her walking into Discovery and they were playing very emotional music and they had people smiling and it went absolutely viral. I mean, when they, they launched it, everyone I knew was talking about it and how incredible it was. And to me, that just shows the power of video. It was a brand using influencer marketing. It was a brand talking about themselves without actually talking about themselves, using video content to get their message across. And it was a complete success. So people are more likely to share a video. I actually have stats on it. So (laughs) 39% of people are more likely to share your content if it is a video. And then I think we must stress if it's a good video, if, you know, if you're going to produce something that's, that's not really interesting and not really great, it's not going to be shared, whether it's an article or whether it's a video. 36% of people are more likely to comment on something if it was a video as opposed to an article. And a staggering 56% of people are more likely to like your video than like your article. I thought that that was quite amazing. It just shows our state of mind, where we are, where we're headed, um, and what video can actually do. So I remember kind of a kind of a, a community uh, stress. I don't want to say stress. I'm lacking the right word at the moment. When it was decided at to disallow, not disallow, to not teach cursive handwriting at schools yeah. anymore. But I wonder if making videos should not be uh, taught at schools. I think it absolutely should. I saw the other day and I was quite interested and it's not really video, so I'm going off the topic, but they're considering bringing in development into schools. So to develop websites and coding and and things like that. I can't remember which country it was for, but I thought that that was amazing. And being able to edit a video correctly and to incorporate, you know, to, to cut at the right place and to add in that background music, it is an invaluable skill. You you can't learn enough of it. So visual literacy has to kind of increase. We have to increase our visual literacy kind of knowledge. I would say. But then I'm also going to be the very traditional person to say we should still learn cursive and we should know how to spell. Um, I think it's absolutely shocking that half our generation does not know how to spell correctly and they don't know how to communicate correctly. And I think that as much as video is great, we mustn't forget we need to be able to do those things. It's written word is not disappearing when we still have to be able to talk to each other, write an email and write an SMS that doesn't consist of two letter characters. I mean, the last time you spoke, um, I mentioned the fact that the voice message was almost overtaking the the written message, you Mm. know, and in a way I was so excited because it meant people were talking to each other (laughs) again. Um, There was like this human connection, not just emojis that can fill up an entire message. Um, But maybe, maybe not. Maybe... Maybe we don't need to learn to write anymore. Maybe that kind of communication is unnecessary. So they thought that when fax machines came out, newspapers thought that faxes were going to revolutionize the way that they they dealt with things. And then radio came out and newspapers completely panicked again because now nobody was going to buy the newspaper. And I do think that circulation has gone down a a lot. Um, But I do think that whether it's, 
on a digital platform or whether it's via email or, you know, I, I still do think that there is place for the written word. And if anything, it's boosting your SEO as well. Um, you need content on your website. You need good original written content on your website in order for your, web, for your website to seed. So the three R's are not completely out, uh, outdated and old-fashioned. I really hope Because I was thinking kind of the last remaining bastion of um, written word would be academia. You know, academics write articles, they write papers, you know, maybe published online. But then I was thinking about TED Talks, which also revolutionized the way we get information. Absolutely. And now the most complicated academic papers are explained in 17-minute videos. Yeah. So maybe academia don't need to be writing. And they explain differently. I actually Yes, in a very, you know, visually engaging kind of way, which may be easier than reading an academic paper. I have somebody that's doing their honors at the moment and they're trying to say that they want to produce a video instead of writing it. And I, I'm very interested to see how that goes, um, if it works. But yeah, TED Talks, all of that. If I know with my husband, if I want him to do something, I've got to show him a video. If I send him a 500-word article, he's never going to read it. I'll never achieve what I want to achieve by making him look, read that. I've got to send him a video. Um, absolutely fascinating. The way we are kind of progressing technologically is unbelievable. We don't even know kind of what our kids are going to be doing That's when they, terrifying. yeah, <laughs> it is. We, we, we haven't invented those jobs yet, but we do know that certainly in the technical, in, it's somewhere in the technical Maybe environment. Maybe video will be completely old news and it will be all about augmented reality and that sounds Maybe that's a discussion to have. <laughs> On that note, Megan, I'd like to say thank you so much for coming in. If anybody would like to get hold of you to talk about um, kind of PR, digital marketing, things like that. They can go to our website, which is firewater.net, or they can always email me at pr at firewater.net. Thank you so much. That was Megan Tayek, who is the PR manager at Firewater. Thank you to all of you for joining me. If there's anything on the show that you'd like to comment on, you can email me on sharice at sajbd.org. Thank you to Evelyn and Craig for producing as always. Until next week, wishing you all Shabbat Shalom.